Good morning, friend, and welcome to another episode of The Kingdom Within. Well, this morning's the starts the day that we celebrate Jesus rising from the dead. And I'll tell you, I was thinking about that out there this morning. In fact, he's given me a little opportunity to practice a little bit of my own beliefs. Well, as I always say, this is about thinking about what you're thinking about, and I don't expect you to believe a word I say, but it's just important that we're thinking about things so that, well, we can get the experience we're looking for out of life and understand why it is we do what we do so that we can maybe make the choice that makes us, God, and everyone else happy. Without Jesus, he just helped me. The uh, This whole thing, to me, is about forgiveness. That's kind of what this journey is and this path, and that's what I've found in his life and is in his death, is the forgiveness. And as you all know by now that I don't believe in the forgiveness that because he went to the cross that he did it so that he could appease God's wrath and make things right. But what he did for us was he made it right for us because I kind of see thoughts as evolution. I see that we kind of evolve and I've looked at all these things and well, that father of mine just is all that and the forgiveness he has is the same the son had because see that's kind of what I learned that the father's in the son and the son is, was in the father and if well if whatever Jesus said that means that my father said it too right if one was the other well then every statement he made had a purpose and therefore I that's my life I think about these parables and riddles and things that I think about. And so, but that forgiveness, that's the key, because I'll tell you, he started making people try to figure out why it is he was forgiving people. Even when they went to put him on that cross, he went and healed the ear to the priest of the high servant which, of course, is why it is they told them that this wasn't a time for peace. They need to bring a sword because he wanted that to happen so that he could heal them even when they were taking him to the cross. So that kind of explains that one statement where he said violence was necessary because he needed that violence so that he could show us that he'd forgive them for it. And we would see the last act of forgiveness that Jesus was able to do in such a way that it would create a conundrum in us. Because I'll tell you what, friend, if it didn't in you, it sure did in me. So what I see is that this whole death created that dilemma where it made me look at his life. Because, see, I just didn't believe in this fear of God. It just didn't make any sense to me. And I just didn't know how to get past it because that's kind of the way I was trained. And those old thoughts, when we get them as a child, man, they are just hard to overcome. We can't rewrite these old tapes. And sometimes they just seem to stick with us because we were at that Y stage and we kind of form this reality of what it is that the world is. And well, these tapes just kind of seem to stick and play themselves over and over. So that fear of God just didn't leave me in a minute. It's taken a long time. 
But he led me down the path and gave me this Holy Spirit, and which allowed me to dive into these truths that he gave and see the truth of what it is. And what that's the truth for me. The truth is that he died so that I would know that he was willing to give everything and receive nothing for it. And that makes me interested in that man because I'll tell you, many a man has followed his path since. And well, they all do it because they started reading what he said and trying to figure out what it is he did and why. And I've had a lot of people forgive me in my life for a lot of debt. And I'll tell you, it's through that experience of their forgiveness that makes me know his. And what caused, I think, a lot of those folks to give me forgiveness was it was the fact that they knew him. So this is kind of the snowball effect, you see. He'd saved the world even though he saved nothing at all, and that's because he just taught forgiveness. And that's the joy about this. This is the joy is that I've learned how to forgive. And sometimes I have to have experiences where I remember that I need to give forgiveness. And, well, you know, sometimes that's actually good because it makes me think about what I'm thinking about. This morning I had a challenge that kind of thought made me think about this because. Well, somebody just did something, and I know they're not intentionally doing things. And so I just automatically realized that it doesn't matter whether they were thinking about what they were thinking about or not. If I make a judgment about this thing that they seem to do, then what happens is I end up suffering because I get mad. And then when I get mad, I retaliate. Or I just make a big ruckus out of what was nothing, and I don't even think they realized they did what they did. And that that is just the point. It's just that there's just no point in getting excited about any of it because we're running around hurting each other and not realizing that this forgiveness is the way to go. And so I have absolute gratitude for the fact that Jesus came and gave what he gave, because I see he walked through this world with that old thought of Satan, just like we do. God delivered him in a certain way so that we'd see him, and because we see what we see, we believe what we believe. But he had a secret there that was just amazing when you really look at it, and well... Since Jesus is my light and way, that is my light and way, and therefore I don't really look at the Bible. I just look at Jesus in the context of what it's written, and I dip into that Revelations a little bit because he had me reading it this morning a little, just because I needed to see what I needed to see. Because sometimes that's the way this works. For me to become awake, I see that the resurrection for me is the awakening. He rose from the dead. And for me to rise from the dead in my life, I have to evaluate everything. I have to look at what's going on, not just with me, but with the world. I have to look at it all and soak it in and make my decisions by being ever watchful. And that's why I'm willing to teach this love. And that's the reason I'm talking about it. And that's the reason I'm willing to start going down this narrower path that 
doesn't lead to destruction like the wide one. And well, you know, I've walked that wide one enough times. I keep jumping off one path and on to the next. I play, it's like hopscotch, I'll tell you. <coughs> but that's part of the process i just keep but i'm just at that point where you know i've been looking at that building that tower as i've said before and well he's built the foundation and i can't really build anything he has to do everything for me every thought i have has to come from him i have to think about him all the time because this morning when i first went out there as usual you know little conscious little unconscious when i wake up my thoughts aren't in order um, and I just had a thought about a thought and I didn't even realize it, but in no time flat, I was evaluating why it was that something happened in my life and whose fault it was. And it didn't take me long before I realized that that just isn't the better plan. So I went back to this Holy Spirit and we had a conversation about the truth is that there is no truth except the one we choose for ourselves. And, you know, we all choose it. We might say that we're this or we're that, but we really know ourselves by our experience. And our experience comes from the thoughts we have and the actions they cause us to take. And even if we don't take action on them. We know our thoughts, so the rest of the world is judging us for, for what we're doing, but we're judging ourselves by the thoughts we have. Jesus said, if you're guilty of, if you've thought about lustful thoughts with your neighbor's wife or what have you, you're guilty of adultery. So, friend, when you base it on that, I'm guilty of everything, so I can't judge anybody because Surely there isn't much that hasn't passed through this mind back in the days when I was really struggling. And Well, I'll tell you, they just, it is what it is. So this forgiveness thing is the most beautiful thing ever because it has allowed me to forgive me for all the thoughts I had and all the actions I took because I was taking them because I was unconscious. And Jesus is the reason that I'm able to look at these thoughts. So that's what the resurrection is for me. It's rising from the dead. And friend, I want to rise from being the dead. I don't want my life anymore. I just want to give it to God and let him do with it whatever he wants. Because what I've noticed is since I've started down this path, I'm telling you, my life is just getting better, even though it's not getting better at all. I don't know how to explain these things to you people, folks. It's just like... He said about that treasure, I've said it over and over, but I just don't know how else to say it. There's just this peace that I have, this treasure that's in my heart, and I can't really explain it. It's just, but it comes from doing what he said. It comes from, why is it he asked you to give your gifts in secret? Have you given your gifts in secret and not told anyone about the good deeds you've done? I'll tell you, because there's, those are those little treasures that you, well, they've just become these little spiritual weapons to fight your thought of Satan, and which is your thought of fear and your thought of judgment and your thought of selfishness. I mean, that thought, it's, you know, it's, Jesus said we were born evil. That's because we're born of selfishness, meaning that we are born 
of protecting ourselves. I mean, that's our na natural instinct. When you look at every animal, we're not a whole lot of difference before we're taught love and forgiveness because we just naturally protect ourselves and the things that we that we possess. It's just like in you know, uh, animals in nature. It's the same way. Their love is that if something goes after their youngin', they will sacrifice their own life or they will attempt to drive off the predator. And we're no different. We're always protecting something. But this love and this forgiveness, the forgiveness becomes the key on how to overcome our nature of always trying to sometimes do the wrong thing. Because I see a lot of things in, in people because I've seen a lot of those things in myself. I've looked at those thoughts and saw that, well, they were just kind of primal. Because I did notice that whenever I got angry and kind of yelled, I didn't pick out people that were 6'5 that I thought would beat me to death. No, friend. I picked out somebody or that I trusted that I figured was safe to yell at. Usually people I love the most. Isn't that insane the way we do that? But look at how we manage to give each other forgiveness because we love each other. We just forgive each other for all these stupid things we do and we just don't mean to do them. Well, I'll tell you what, the power of Jesus' love, what it taught me was that when I start taking that out to the world and I start loving everyone else that I don't know, I start getting to see something greater in me, which makes me see something greater in him. And I start understanding why it is he loved this forgiveness thing and why he did it over and over and gave all these riddles and parables. Because, friend, he is the keys to the kingdom. Every word he said has a meaning. Just last night, someone came to me, and or not came to me, we were talking on line, that, that read some of these episodes, that or listened to these episodes, and also I know from my personal life. And, well, they talked about, they thought it was unique that I could live in my head the way I do, but I don't think they necessarily understand what I'm saying. And I realize that no one's really going to because I keep talking about dichotomies. What's true is not true. And so I understand that that's kind of sounds like insanity to anybody that hasn't been down this path and looked at everything. But I told that person, I said, well, maybe just look at, because I remember one of the things, I'll tell you, I had a big ego. I, I was trying to figure out how to benefit from Jesus, right? I wasn't, I wasn't looking at this for what it was. I didn't understand this love path. I started off with those things he said when he said that if you said mountain move and be cast into the sea and you did not doubt that the mountain would move and be cast into the sea. Well, friend, I wanted that kind of power. I did not even realize that that kind of power just wasn't what I wanted. I just knew that I thought I wanted that kind of power. I just wanted to understand how it is that he could say that. And if he's God manifest and the spirit was speaking through him, then, well, he didn't lie about anything. So I, that put me to the task of figuring out why. 
So those are some of the riddles I started with, because I'll tell you, some of the stuff he talks about the darkness just scared me to death, and I just couldn't understand it, and because I didn't believe in it, I couldn't believe in the whole message. I had to take a while and chew on this over time and keep reevaluating while I'm screwing up my entire life. And Well, in the end, I found the answers I was looking for, but by finding them in them, it, I started seeing that there was more to this than what it was that I thought there was to begin with. But at the end of the day, and all of that stuff I saw was that there's a light in this world, and it's called love. And it comes from forgiveness. And if we don't forgive each other, then we can't really learn to love each other because, well, we have to hold each other accountable for everything. And then every time somebody does something wrong, we remind them what it was they did. <clears throat> that just doesn't bring the experience of the kingdom. But what I do know is that since Jesus gave it to me and I now have it, I can give it to others. And it doesn't matter whether I get it perfect in that instant. I just keep giving forgiveness over and over again. And that's what the resurrection is for me, is that I just keep rising in this forgiveness, knowing that God just is not going to judge me, that he loves me no matter what. And so that's become my purpose. My purpose is just to figure out how it is I can be the greatest blessing to the man and to the father that have been the greatest blessing to me. And that is God and Jesus. I don't call God God much. You'll notice I say father on here a lot because I just think he's the greatest thing ever. And I know that the love of the son was the love of the father. And so since I know that, then I know his forgiveness is the same too. So. Like I says, that kind of takes all that sacrificing Jesus to say that he doesn't have to send me to an eternal hell. But I realize that there's no way out of this hell that we're in without forgiveness. And Jesus came for those that needed a doctor. Because if you're not suffering, if you haven't had that experience of suffering, and you don't think about what you're thinking about, you can just not notice that everyone else is going through a hard experience and you can just plain miss out on this love experience because you're just focused on what it is you have and that's kind of way this thought of Satan is designed. It's designed to give you other choices and well, friend, I'll tell you, sometimes suffering is the things that drive us to make the choices we make and when we're not looking at our own, we start blaming it on other people. And so I have to always look at the suffering I'm causing just as much as I see the suffering that's being caused to me. And, well, there's just nobody's doing anything to anybody intentionally, really. That's what I see. I see that we're just all trying not to look at look at ourselves and would have to judge ourselves. And it's easier to judge the world. But that's not where the forgiveness is found. So for me, the resurrection is the awakening, the waking up to the fact that Jesus was right. And we all deserve forgiveness. And if we become Christ-like, well, we start seeing it in others because we start seeing it in ourselves. Both are true. And, you know, there's that contradictions and neither are. Because that's what I learned. I learned that if I want to forgive you, I have to forgive me. And if I want to forgive me, I have to forgive you. 
And here's my dilemma of judging anybody. God created it all, knowing exactly what was going to happen. It said so. He said he knew in the beginning. He said the darkness, here it is 2,000 years later. So friend, he knew the darkness was going to come, but he also knew why. And that is because we make our choices blindly instead of thinking about the plank in our eye. We look at the speck in someone else's and we get so focused on what we have, we forget to think about how other people are suffering and how it is that we could use our life to improve theirs. And if we all did that together, well, we just end up with this thing called God's kingdom right here on this earth right now. But I'm not under any illusion that this world's ready for that. But these are the truths that he showed me and the love that I've found. There just is no other love to have except for his because he kind of started this whole snowball effect. And it's just been everybody in my life that has given me that thought. So what I know is that I'm just grateful for that. And that I appreciate him on this day, but I appreciate him on every day for this love and forgiveness that he gave that I just couldn't find for myself. And I'll tell you, it was funny that he brought me back to this message because before I went to this place where I become willing to die in order to live, I really wasn't looking at Jesus in this Bible anymore because it just kind of had me all kind of confused. And when I received the Holy Spirit, even though he taught me what I needed to know somewhere else, he led me back to this. And this is where I end up being. And what it is he teaches me from. So it's kind of funny that that he brought me back here to do it. And I talk in terms that, well, that you'll understand because it's all kind of given in a certain way. And I heard a man say that the Holy Spirit, don't call it it, call it he. And, and I loved what he said, but I don't necessarily buy into that because God showed me the truth of who he is. And I can't tell you that experience because it won't make a bit of sense. But this is what I know. God isn't just everything. He is everything. We are nothing. I don't know how to explain that to you. And that's why I know I just can't get big anymore. That's the reason Jesus said, I'm the least among you, because he knew the most of the Father, and so therefore he knew the least of himself, even though he knew the most, because he knew who he was to his Father, and who his Father was to him. Well, he just knew that you were the same, and he just, that's the reason he said that the one was like the other. He didn't just say that hang it on to in one of those books, and I don't remember which one, he says that the one uh, commandment is like the other. Love thy father with all thy heart, mind, and soul. And then also he said that to love thy neighbor as thyself. But he did say in one of the books, and the other I don't think it did, but it said, and the other one like it. So friend, you might want to look at that because that's one of those little hidden clues that just tells you a lot more than what you're even realizing. That means what we do to each other, we do to our father. What we do to our father, we do to ourselves. What we do to ourselves, we do to him. 
This forgiveness thing is the key to the entire thing. If you want to unravel this thing called the kingdom, that forgiveness is the key and Jesus is the way. And I just don't know how to explain it to you until you're ready to find it because the price is high and the path is narrow. And it's just one of those things that until you've had the experience that that you were looking for and realized that the one that you thought you wanted wasn't the one you wanted, you can't really understand this love and forgiveness thing and the joy that's in it. Because, friend, the more I give, the more I get, and the more I get, the more I have to give. And I haven't done a doggone thing because I told you I come from the dark, friend. Y'all are a bunch of Luke Skywalkers that saved me from the dark side. So I've got no credit to take for anything I do, yet I just keep doing good things because this Holy Spirit that got inside of me has just changed my life. And the more I give, the more I receive. And I'm not caring about money, so money just doesn't even matter. Because money is what we use to try to buy happiness, which what at the end of the day, we're buying all those things so people will love us. Friend, there's something in you that God loves right now. And if you find that and you start giving it to others, well, they're going to love you for it. And you're not going to need a bunch of money in order to get the love you're looking for because you don't need to buy it. It was always yours. It will always be yours. There's nothing else to it. It's just that simple. That God loves you. I don't care who you are, what you've done. It doesn't matter. There is no unforgivable sin. We say that so that we don't drive ourselves off the edge or allow ourselves to misbehave. And I get that. But this, friend, the hour is late and this whole fear of God thing just isn't working because nobody will put their thoughts before him. So I'm just out there telling you it's getting close to the wedding time and God's inviting everybody. So if you're just not ready, then you're not ready. But It's time to be ever watchful and look and see that love and forgiveness, that's the path. And if that's the case, if you can look around and see that, well, well, that we just can't talk about Jesus anymore or else we lose our jobs and all that. That's why I'm here on the Internet talking because it's the place where I'm not offending anyone. But I just see what he said about that crop, and I know that he's doing what he's doing. and. Well, I'm not a whole lot of a farmer, but I know that if if I want to create a higher love, I want that love, I want to take that crop before it goes rotten. Because if I want a bunch of strawberries and I leave them in the field too long, they just all start rotten from what's going on around it. So I kind of see that we have to either make the crop grow or accept that it's time for a picking, and I'm just not ready to accept it's time for a picking yet, <laughs> even though I am, because to tell you the truth, God's will is the one that's going to get done, but this is the purpose he gave me, to teach the love of Christ. This is This is kind of what I've always known I was supposed to do. I was just too afraid to do it, because, friend, I come from the dark, and I was afraid you'd look at who I've been and judge me, but I'll tell you what, God has forgiven me, and it doesn't matter what kind of judgment anybody puts on me. If you nail me to the cross, I'm getting that kingdom then because I've got it now.
so it really doesn't matter what happens anymore. I want a peaceful life and joyful, but I'm willing to put myself out there because my father is worth that love. He created us for this purpose, just like you are worth this love. My father is worth this love, and I'm willing to just give him all of mine by giving it all to you. And I don't know how to do it, but he just keeps doing it for me, and I can't explain it because it's just unexplainable. So all I know is that this just is my purpose, and that's why I'm sitting here recording on a computer telling you guys all kinds of insane things, but that's because that Jesus is just all that. And so that's what I find, that I have found that the awakening, that's what Jesus's resurrection is. And therefore, I need to start resurrecting my thought of forgiveness. And well, I've been working on it, but I'm, you know, I tell you, this is a process that just keeps going, and he's got to give me through these experiences. But what I'm finding is this forgiveness is something it's starting to become just natural. That sometimes he's had things done just so that I have something to forgive, and I get what he's doing, and I'm not judging him for it. <laughs> In fact, it feels good that I'm not reacting the way I used to. And that in itself is a miracle. Well, friend, I just hope that you're having a wonderful Easter and that you find this forgiveness that you're looking for and that you give it to someone else. Because if we do this, this awakening thing, we can all rise from the dead, every one of us to make the choice. And because we make it, well, we can resurrect a few other people with this. Because if we give to another what it is we seek for ourselves and we know it's love we're looking for, then friend, we're going to set the world on fire. All right. Well, may God bless you and yours.